Welcome to episode 9 of Game Dice. Make sure you follow at the Game Dice on Twitter. But today we've got some stuff to get into. Epic. <laughs> Epic have done something kind of interesting. Uh, they got Fortnite pulled from the App Store. Yeah, and the Google Play Store. In case you didn't know, it's both. We'll get into that and some of the reasons why and... Uh, it gets really interesting. It gets really interesting. Otherwise, we've also got Call of Duty to cover. So the round of teasers started off and a bunch of YouTubers got some boxes with projectors in them and there's a website that you go to and something else is supposed to happen today. Uh, yeah, yay. We'll get to that as well, so make sure you stick around for that. That's coming up as well. So, without further ado, let's get into Epic. Okay, so firstly, let's start by talking about Epic. Because, in case you didn't know, which it's definitely possible that you didn't know, Fortnite has actually been removed from the iOS App Store and the Google Play Store. So, you may have seen this around. It's it's definitely making the rounds. (laughs) But mostly on the iOS App Store. For some reason, uh, companies aren't really reporting about it on the Play Store all that much. And obviously, that's everybody hates Apple. Yeah, it's popular to hate them, blah, blah, blah. But it has, in fact, been removed from both. This is pretty weird, right? Fortnite, I mean, it's, it's like the game every virgin plays. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But seriously, though, a lot of people do play this game. And obviously it's very popular. I'm not really sure about its popularity on mobile, but it's certainly still rather popular. You know, a lot of people still play it. So it's still relevant, and it still has quite the player base. But, as I've mentioned, it's been removed from the stores. So why was this? Why was it removed? Well, in case you didn't know, Each respective store, and from this point forward, I'm just going to say App Store, and that doesn't mean iOS or Google, it means both. So, just like for future reference, if I say App Store, it's both, unless I specify iOS or Google. So, the App Stores have a policy, and that is, they take 30% of like in-app purchases, but they provide that kind of payment platform. So it's a standard, it's secure, they run it, you know, that kind of stuff. And if you try to take payment through your own method, that's not allowed. And obviously there's some good reasons for this, mostly being uh, user security and all that kind of stuff. Just having the payment information come from one device, or rather one user, one service, you know, rather than having multiple different apps, because if it could, every single app that you buy stuff from would essentially like have its own payment system, and you'd have to put in your card information like a hundred times, <laughs> depending on how many things you buy, like I don't know, but you know, you'd have to put your card information in, in a lot of different places, and obviously this provides kind of uh, a convenience for you in that way, but it's mostly about security, and obviously companies like that run the app stores, they want their 30% cut for, you know, inventing the App Store. <laughs> now, on on Android, it's not as big of a deal because it's essentially an open platform. You know, you if you don't like Google Play, 
don't use it. Download something else. You know, there's other third-party stores out there, like Samsung have their own sort of Galaxy store, so you could always use that if you didn't want to use the Play Store, for example. And there's lots of apps on there, and, you know, there's all of that stuff. On iOS, there's basically nothing. Unless you jailbreak, then you have a lot of different options, but, you know, that's another bucket of worms for another time. But essentially on iOS, there's nothing. And so that's that's okay because you know if you buy an iPhone you're buying into iOS the operating system that Apple invented you know they have rights on it and all that kind of stuff so you kind of know you should know what you're getting into before you just drop money on a device so the reason Fortnite was pulled was because it used its own payment system and this was added in an update that Epic uh, provided at some point and it you know <laughs> what do you even comment on that you know so this kind of reminds me of a, th- a thing that happened uh, a few months back and this kind of builds into the whole everybody hates apple and it's popular thing there was a developer who was making an app i can't remember what the app does or you know what it's for or whatever but the developer basically made the app and they implemented their own payment system their own free trial stuff and all that kind of stuff now the app store has things in place for you to do that you don't need to make your own because it's already there and of course apple developer policies uh, mean that you have to use the apis that are available to you you can't use private apis and this is a known thing it's it's standard right there's no there's nothing uh, bad about that it's a good thing using private apis means that when the OS gets updated, which it will, those could break those private APIs, and that's going to cause a lot of problems for your users. So it's better just to use the public APIs that are provided to you. And of course, using the provided API for payments is obviously required for the aforementioned reasons. Now, this developer uh, knew that. They know the guidelines, or well, they should do. <laughs> if they're making an app for the platform, they should know. And they basically implemented their own payment system with free trial. And what this meant was that uh, once the trial was over, that was it. It didn't charge the user or anything like that. And that's that. But they didn't follow the guidelines. And obviously their app was rejected. And it was rejected for not following the, the, the guidelines. They used private APIs uh, for payment processing and whatnot. And there already exists. APIs for it. So they got rejected and then they came back on Twitter and were like, oh, uh, look at Apple. They're trying to make us scam our customers. We won't do this. And they posted a screenshot of why the app was rejected. And you can blatantly see that they're not following the guidelines. They're using private APIs (sighs) just like just to incite a sort of hate thing. And it's kind of sad, really. But that's the world we live in. So it reminds me a lot of that. And what Epic did is basically the same thing. They just kind of added their own payment system in, completely disregarding the guidelines and and rules regarding APIs, and just did their own thing. And obviously the app got rejected and got pulled from the store. And this happened on the Google Play Store as well, in the exact same way. So a lot of people are talking about this lawsuit now. Yeah, (laughs) believe it or not, Epic have a 52-page lawsuit ready to go 
really? It seems a bit weird. Obviously, it was pre-planned, of course. They can't just whip a 52-page lawsuit out of their ass in, like, 10 minutes. You know, obviously, this was planned. So, they have that. They also have some kind of advert in Fortnite on a TV or something that mocks one of Apple's old adverts, I think. I'm not too sure about that. I haven't seen it, obviously, but I believe that's what I've been told. So they obviously added that in ahead of time as well. So this is all very planned. Now, Epic has a reputation for being extremely anti-consumer. And obviously, this is the case here as well. Big surprise. But they usually do exclusive things. So, for example, on PC, they did the Epic Store or the Epic Launcher, whatever you want to call it. And they paid companies who previously agreed to release on Steam and other platforms to not release on Steam and only release on Epic. And of course, we're talking about Kickstarters and backers who promised paid people who paid them to help make their dreams come true. Uh, And those, you know, they were like, oh yeah, well, we're going to do Epic now just because Epic basically paid them a load of money. So they're not exactly the best company in the world. And this is just another scummy move on their part. So, big surprise. What does all this mean? Well, as I've mentioned, Epic have a lawsuit against Apple. And it basically revolves around anti-competitive tactics. As in, stopping other competitors from competing on your platform. And Spotify tried to do this uh, because Apple Music and the way all that integration works. I, I could be here all day kind of going through a lot of this stuff. The idea is that Epic saying are saying that Apple have their App Store, but there's no nobody else is allowed to have an App Store on iOS. Whereas with Google's Android, anybody can do it. So it basically revolves around Apple having their own App Store on iOS. Obviously, they own it. Um, but Epic are saying that they're being anti-competitive by essentially not allowing anybody else to have their own app store on iOS. So if you look at, like I already mentioned before with Google, with Android, you know, you have the Samsung store, the Galaxy store. Um, I think Huawei have their own store as well. So, you know, you've got different stores. Like if you don't want to use Google Play, you can use something else. Whereas on iOS, it's the app store or nothing. And... That's okay, because these companies own these platforms. I've seen a lot of people compare this to, uh, for example, the consoles. So if we take Sony's PlayStation 4, if you don't want to buy something from the PlayStation Store, tough. That's it. That's <laughs> that's literally your only choice if you want to buy digital goods. Now, of course, you can go out and buy a physical copy of the game from anywhere, but digitally... It's the PlayStation Store or nothing. And it's similar with Xbox, although I think they have um, the EA access, I think. I think. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, But on PC, of course, it's a completely open platform. So the question is, why aren't Epic taking Sony to court? Because it wouldn't be a popular move. It would be a very popular move to hate on Apple, of course. But... I'm not saying that that's what it purely is, but it just, you know, it's a bit of a coincidence. Still, should we have another app store on iOS? I mean, I'm all down for choices. Everybody should have the option, but you also have to consider what iOS is about. 
you know, Apple made iOS and it's supposed to be private and secure. And it is currently. But what about another app store? Would that follow the same guidelines? You know, would that be as private and as secure? Would we even, would we see a Google Play Store on iOS? <laughs> you know, I don't think so. You know, I really don't. And I'm not really sure what Epic are trying to do here. Maybe they want to sort of make an Epic launcher for iOS. Maybe that's what they want to do. I don't know. So one of the points of this lawsuit is the fact that it's a duopoly, I think is what it's called. And that's basically one of two options, and that's it. And that can be pretty bad. Sometimes it can be pretty bad because it's not really offering the consumer a lot of choice in the same way that, you know, it's anti-competitive. But again, that's not really the case because it's not like there's a third mobile operating system around. And plus there's the Google Play Store on Android and all the other stores on Android as well. So it's not like it's one of two. I mean, obviously, if you're going to choose a mobile phone, you've got iOS and Android, but you've got like some of the really, really cheap options that don't use either. It just, it doesn't, it just doesn't seem logical to me. I don't see how this could even be a good idea for Epic in any way. I don't see them winning at all because it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Well, what they're doing is breaking the App Store policy and then taking Apple to court. <laughs> it just it doesn't make any sense to me. But obviously, whatever they're doing, it's not going to be good. If they win, it's probably going to be super bad, especially for iOS. We're going to see app stores just popping up everywhere, spamming the phone. It would just be so bad. I, I honestly don't think it's going to work at all. On Android, it's a bit different because obviously certain things, you know, they don't come pre-installed or anything like that. But I just, yeah, I just don't see it working. You know, like King would move all of their apps to their own app store. And then obviously you'd have Epic and their app store. And then you'd have like competitors and exclusives on each app store. Ugh. God, no thanks. No thanks. It's possible. I'm not saying that's how it's going to go, but it's it's a possibility. You know, it's definitely possible that it could go that way. iOS is massive, right? We've got hundreds of millions of users, literally. So, yeah, it's going to be hyper competitive. Obviously, it's different on Android because Google Play is the established one. And obviously, you've got the Samsung store and, and other ones, but it's not quite like that. You do have companies that have their own app stores and all that kind of stuff. But iOS is a different animal, man. I'm telling you, it's a different state of field. So, I don't know how that's going to go. This was literally, this just happened like a couple of hours ago. So if you haven't heard of this before, now you have. I provided you with news. Yes. Okay. So now though, after all that said, we're now going to get onto the meat of this episode. The Call of Duty leaks. Okay. Now it's Call of Duty time. And my God, we have a lot to go through, like 
a, a lot. Because <laughs> I've, I've gone a little bit behind with these, just because of the heat and so busy. But wow, there's a lot of Call of Duty stuff to cover. Last time we talked about leaks, and we went through some of the map names and things like that. This time it got a little more interesting, a little bit official, but not in a good way. Let's talk about it. So to kick things off, let's talk about what happened a few days ago on Monday. And at 5pm British time, which was Monday the 10th, I think, uh, there was an opening. So a bunch of YouTubers and other random people, it seems, received a box from Activision. And in this box was a projector. Although at the time we didn't know, obviously. But yeah, so there was a projector in the box. Now the box was locked with a key code. And nobody knew what it was. And you had to text a number at 5 o'clock British time. Um, you know, other times, whatever. And you get the code back. And then you open up the lock and you pop it open. And then you go through all the stuff that's inside. And that's what people did. And at 5 o'clock, we... <laughs> we watched a lot of people go through their stuff. And basically everybody got a projector. And with that projector came a bunch of pictures. Now some people got an older model from the 50s. And some people got a m- more recent version. For the ones that were in the 50s, they got pictures, slides. Uh, one pack, if you like, was sort of like a demo, a control, and it was basically the nuclear family. You don't know what that is, uh, you can Google it. <laughs> but the rest of them were Black Ops slides. And, you know, uh, so some of these slides mostly were irrelevant, but a lot of them had, for example, overviews of the map Summit. And some of them had these kind of... Uh, circles with letters around them they had to overlay over a clock and all this kind of stuff and eventually it kind of took you to this website porn takes porn as in porn as in chess not porn as in pornographic so anyway so you take you go to this website and you know some people played around with it some more and then they found that there was a sticky note on the on the tv and it says slash something something so they put that into the web page and it takes them to a new page Uh, yeah yeah so there's a lot of stuff so this is all basically part of a kind of don't even know what it's supposed to be like a hype building thing it's not working currently (laughs) look to be fair to be fair a lot of the people that kind of went through the stuff were mostly zombie guys, right? Noah J, um, Dalek, and all that kind of stuff. They were mostly zombie guys, right? There were some multiplayer people, um, but nothing major. So they kind of went through and, you know, they dug into the Easter eggs and all that kind of stuff. I'm just sort of sitting here thinking, wow, this is such, like, a massive pile of Like, Like, think about it. Hear me out. This is a game... That's coming out sometime in the next... I don't know, what are we in? August. So we've got September, October, and November. Technically speaking, I guess you could count December. But it's very unlikely it will come out in December. We've never had a COD game come out then. So you've got like, what? Let's say four months. Let's be super generous. Four months before this game releases. And it's August. Okay. Personally, I think it's three months. But let's say four. So... Man, we, uh, we're really close to the launch of this game, and we haven't seen a single thing. 
we haven't seen anything, right? And this is really odd. I've said this before. With Call of Duty, we normally, by now, we will have seen the multiplayer reveal. We will have seen the trailer. We will have seen everything. And there would be a beta next month, right? There'd be a beta. There'd be pre-orders opening up probably next week. And we get access to the beta, like, uh, the first couple of weeks of September. Play through the beta. And then we got, like, a month or so before the game drops. And this, yeah, this is really bad, in my opinion. I mean, sending a bunch of YouTubers, a, a bunch of projectors with pictures that aren't even over the game, are just, like, random stuff. <laughs> really? And they're, like, trying to work it all out and all that stuff. And, you know, you gotta love them. They're doing the best. <laughs> they're doing their best to hype this up. But it's just not working, you know? Because, like, right, so... This seems... I don't know if this is zombie-related, but if you go back and play through... Let's say you go back to World at War, which was 2008, okay? Like, 12 years ago, a long time ago. My favorite Call of Duty game. And in that game was the first ever zombies game mode, right? They never did it before that, and that was the first. And there were some Easter eggs, and like, for example, the song on Doris. And you go around and, you know, you do the thing with the uh, the green jars and all that stuff. And then the song plays. Woo! And it's cool. But then it went to Black Ops. And, you know, as it kind of progressed through Black Ops 2 and then 3. And it's like all these Easter eggs. And there's a story. And it's just, like, super complicated. Like, think about it. you got, like, you go into, let's say, um, Der Eisendracker. Which is, like, a, a castle. Right? And you go in there and you've got like ciphers that you need to work out. So you're going to take a screenshot or a picture of this piece of paper and then get this cipher and try and like decode it. <laughs> like what the, who's going to do that? Obviously people have done it, you know, they have like YouTube channels and like they go through it and all that kind of stuff. But like is your average filthy casual really going to do that? I mean, I'm not. I love zombies. I've always played it, and it's always been my favorite game mode. In Black Ops 4, it's garbage. But in 3, in Black Ops 3, which I absolutely hate, Black Ops 3 has some of the best zombies since World at War, in my opinion. So, you got all this stuff going on, and I love it. But I'm not going to, like, go that far into the story. You know, I'm, I'm really not. I've tried to complete the Easter eggs. And, like, the steps that you have to do, it's usually some crappy fetch quest. Oh, you've got to go here and pick up this piece and go there and pick up that piece and all that kind of stuff. <sighs> no thanks. No thanks. So this is exactly like that, right? And believe it or not, I've already told you everything about the teaser up to this point. Even though all you've really heard is my opinion, that's it. That's the tease up to now. That's what we've got. Literally, a bunch of YouTubers got a projector with a bunch of pictures, went to a website... It, and that's it. That's literally it. <laughs> that's it. That's all there is. I, I keep saying that because I can't believe it, you know? So, so just to add to this, at 5 p.m. today, that is Friday, the 14th of August, there will be another teaser. This time it's supposed to be a trailer, right? So this trailer is on this website. I will leave the link for the website in the description, so don't worry about that. But, yeah, there's supposed to be a trailer today, and it apparently it's supposed to be not a trailer for the game, but more so another piece of this kind of uh, 
Easter egg type tease path that they're on. I I can't, you know, I don't know. It's supposed to be another piece of the puzzle. It's not supposed to be a game reveal or a multiplayer reveal or something like that. It's not going to be that. It's just going to be another step. And do I really, do I really care about that? Not really. I just want to see the game, you know, like as a person who's going to buy the game and play it, I kind of want to see it, you know, (laughs) before I do anything. And, and maybe for some people this is awesome and they're really getting into it and, you know, and all that stuff. But I, I'm not. Like, I'm totally not. I, actually, I'm being put off the game, if anything. Because it's like, just show us the thing already. Why is it so difficult? You know? Like, I don't know. I don't know why it's so difficult for them to do that. But it seems to be because they're not doing it. It's weird. But we'll have to see what happens later today. But I honestly don't care. I'll still cover it. Don't get me wrong. I will absolutely cover it. But it's not doing it for me. You know, it's really not. So I don't know. I really don't know. For the Call of Duty game, I kind of expected more. To be honest with you, I at least expect some kind of trailer or a reveal or something. Just something. And this just isn't isn't helping. It's just kind of prolonging this reveal. I don't know. And then I've seen... like So, in case you didn't know, there's been reveals that have been very complicated before. With one of the previous games, for example, there was a guy with a briefcase, and he basically, he basically gave the briefcase to another player, right? But So this guy was uh, is uh, actually like a singer for one of the songs of the Easter Eggs in Zombies, and he had this briefcase, right? So this, <laughs> and it had a, like a logo on it, and uh, one of the players, the zombie players, kind of recognised it, and he walked up to him, and the guy said to him, like the guy with the briefcase, he's like, "Oh, are you the guy?" And the player was like, uh, "I don't know, am I?" And he was like, "I don't know." And he gave him the suitcase. And he was like, "It's your problem now." And he basically just like ran off, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the player like took it back. And there was a bunch of other people there, and he opened up the briefcase, and there was a bunch of like teaser stuff in there for zombies, and that's awesome, right? That's a good way to do it. But with this, it's like everybody got a projector. They all need the right codes and stuff. And the problem is, some people had required pieces, and nobody knew so for, for example exclusive ace uh I've spoke about him before he actually got a case or he got a box whatever projector and he didn't open it until like two days three days later so everybody was kind of scratching their heads thinking god we're missing this piece and he's not opening it because he's on holiday and well, like okay uh, that's kind of awkward uh. <laughs> it's just bad this is just a terrible terrible way to do a game reveal in my opinion Uh, let's see how it develops i don't know but summit's got something to do with it we've already seen the map leaks or i've i've listed them off for you in a previous episode so we kind of already know all the maps we know a lot of the weapons we know a lot of the game features and multiplayer and stuff like that let's see let's so let's see how it all plays out i will of course keep you updated and that pretty much wraps up this episode So thanks again for listening. You know who you are. Thank you, and I will see you next time.